I am digging the really? eyelashes, the make like always I do eyelashes. Yes, you did. Mm-mm. I don't have any on. I swear. Okay, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I'm like so jealous. You look good too, though. I, you did a lipstick, hairbrush, yes. lipstick, foundation, blush, highlighter. I'm saying, like, it's a whole glam station. I'm telling you, like, this is the most effort I put into like. <laughs> That's awesome. I thought I was just going to get a hairbrush, but apparently, I'm very, very special. You are very special. I even like change out pajamas for you. <laughs> I was going to say that looks like a nice shirt. It Not is. That you don't ever wear a nice shirt, but it was just like there's designs or something. No, I always like, are there raised things. I have my nicer sweats. Mm-hmm. I have my not so nice sweats. And that is a good policy. Pajamas. But for you, I'm wearing jeans. Like, <gasps> Like not you even put your legs in jeans for me. That is so sweet. In jeans with but I can't even see them. No, <laughs> that's sad. I put on earrings though. Like yes, the earrings are very flying. Thank you. I made them. I like how dangly they are. You made those. No way. I want those. <laughs> Send you some. <laughs> no problem. I love dangly earrings, especially I, long ones. Right. Like I like them to go like past the collarbone. If possible, it's my um happiness that my children are not toddlers anymore. Mm-hmm. But I can wear them. This really is the hard. first thing they go for: glasses, earrings, earrings, glasses. I have stick their finger right up your nose if they want. Like this is all. <laughs> I do not have young children anymore. Like hair down to the waist. It's not short anymore. Long earrings. Awesome. Yeah, you get yeah. to be more used. Since I will not be buying a convertible, this is my. My, I do not have small children anymore. Bye. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's like, where would you go in a convertible though? Uh, I found out because my sister bought one. <laughs> oh, cool. So she can drive the coast or something. Yep. Highway one. That sounds nice. It was really like, I, I don't want to own a convertible, but I do like having access to one. Mm-hmm. They're really nice to just like ride around in. Yep. You look sleepy. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm sleepy. I am emotionally fatigued. Like my body is okay. My body for what's is okay. And you know, with my new boyfriend close enough. New boyfriend? Shoulder, the shoulder rubber. I was going to show you. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. But if I'm it's a younger shoulder. woman, I don't see him. Would you say? This person's causing you emotional fatigue. I hope they understand they have the entire internet to contend with. (laughs) This boy better be like on point and careful. No. Oh, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, I was going to find my massager shoulder thingy to show you. Ah, where I flung it. (laughs) No idea. I, I actually got because like Tim Ferriss was talking about like that magic wand thing and it came in the mail. I'm like, this is not for shoulders. In no way. What? Like if this was meant for shoulders, it'd be a lot wider. Right? <laughs> okay, sure. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. Sure. Wow. Sure. Absolutely. 
Also for that good TMJ to really get that look going. You know, it's like, <laughs> the job. <laughs> awesome visuals. Right? Like the <coughs> going mainstream. What'd you say? I said all the stuff were going mainstream as um, massagers. Oh, of course. You know. Screw what they do for us. Right? Make them happy for the general populace. I'm trying to do a thing where you can see me and then I also don't seem like a freak but I'm also relaxing. I mean, aren't we all just kind of freaks? Yep. I mean... So what'd you say? I just, uh, I have nothing left. I've got nothing. (laughs) I am so, like, trying to keep this together as, like, I can put this as an interview that I can publish because I have lately and uh, this is my only day of being, like, functional. Like I yesterday, that. I got to like cosplay adult. Ooh, nice! Very excited to cosplay. Right, like I, I got Just my like... child in a car and wow. drove to Costco by myself, and got out of car, got to the pharmacy, picked up my pills paid for them, got back in car and drove home just in time before my leg gave out. And it was like, adults are so, yeah, I know. Why are you not still asleep today? Like, And then, no, it doesn't even end there. Like I drove, well, I didn't drive, my husband drove because it was the end of the day and we got the pug to the vet. Wow. And pug got like full vet care and then we back home and it was one of those things where it's like, okay, stuff actually has to get done. And in the car, the whole way home, I'm like, I can't, I've got to go to bed. Like the second we get home, I have to be in mm-hmm. bed with pills done. And then I saw a little flea on her butt and I'm like, oh no, take care of this. We're going to be in for a massive. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you have this thing where like people around you will do things for you, but they won't do it the way it needs to get done. That's so infuriating. It really like, is. When there's something like fleas, you have to do it a very particular way. Mm-hmm. So it was like this race against my leg. So like I took like extra painkillers, wash yeah. like Steve washed one dog, I washed the other one. We had to like scrub the whole house. Like Ugh. I was like, oh god, I'm just I'm I was done like two hours ago. Right. <laughs> like this all still has to happen and yeah, I wonder what I would do. I'd just be laying on the floor covered in fleas because if I'm done, it's just like no physical way for me to proceed. It's part of why I don't have kids and don't have like my own little pet friends. It's like I never know when I'm going to give out and then just not. Uh huh. I mean, I had all these things before I got really sick. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm afraid if we had some sort of national program for pets like mm-hmm. that like people could bring pets over to you like if you're chronic yes. so you could like have scheduled pet love time but you're mm-hmm. not will be a part owner right like, oh i'll my take God. them in the evenings you take them in the morning I, that way i don't have to get up and walk them <laughs> there's, there's a lot there that i think could work really well i think if you're really I good think you have a good idea i think we both mm-hmm. I think we follow like one of the same people on Twitter and um, she's super lonely and mm. really frustrated. And she's very, very sick. And she mm. just keeps talking about how much she wishes she could have like a dog. Like she's like, that would change my entire mental health, but I can't yeah. walk it and I can't feed it. Like, right. 
need something like that where someone could come in and take care of sick people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then like there could be, you know, a central home for them. That could be somebody's job. They get to take care of a bunch of animals and take them on like wellness tours. They could take them to old folks and like old folks retirement homes and cheer up the retirees and take them to designated chronically ill people. Like we walk them, we fit them. They're going to be with you for three hours. Yeah. See you later, you know? And you can buzz them if you get like suddenly an attack and they could come mm-hmm. I had a business idea for a care home that was mm. based on um, something I read a while ago. They started, I think it was in Virginia, but it was um, a hub idea. So the center hub was uh, cafeteria, doctors, um, a media room, a library, yeah. classrooms, and then it hubbed out into tiny houses. So there's still a lot of independent living. And if you wanted to be a part of things, you could, or you could be quiet. But I thought it'd be really cool to like mix the Okinawan idea of children and elders mm, by having a yeah. farm. So like surrounding that whole area with a farm. So you have fresh mm-hmm. produce and you have cute animals that are running around that you don't care for. You can go look at the bunnies and the goats. Right. See what they're doing. Go back to your house. <laughs> right. And then on the yeah. e- other edge of that farm would be a daycare. So the kids mm. farm chores. And then, at, you know, before nap time, they could go over and see like the people yeah. in the center room. So if people wanted to be around kids, there's that. And then you know, it's like, actually a pretty good idea. Like, right. Yeah. The you one that- talk to May. She's trying to do like a communal living home for people with disabilities, with invisible disabilities, so that all of those, all of us who are all half functional can be <laughs> together and like supplement each other's halves. I, I really like the idea. And then like share one nurse that lives there or something like that. I mean, I really like this. I mean, in theory, I like communal living. In practice, I am not an easy person to be around full time. Yeah, I don't know if everybody would like have to be in the same um, actual building. Villages. I think villages are a good idea. Yes, like that. Something like that where they, like what she said with the hub, but with houses. Small houses. I mean, container homes. Even my sister is like, I couldn't with you. I could <laughs> I love you. There's literally nothing I wouldn't do for you except live with you. Mm -hmm. That's fair. There's some people who are my friends who I could not live with. And I usually learn that by traveling with them. Like, okay, let's go on a four day trip. Okay. Why is your hair always in the thing? (laughs) I love you, but you know, we're not roomies. Yeah. That's, you know, I I actually like this idea. I think it's a, um, it's how I tested my husband before we got married. Cool. He wanted to get like serious, and I wasn't. I never wanted to get married again after my last marriage. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, here's the deal: we will go on a four day trip with my son, and we'll see how you do. And then we'll talk about or exclusive or living together. And he Mm -hmm. was better with my kid than I was. (laughs) That's more handy. He was more chill. He carried this like fifty pound toddler everywhere. Yeah, it's like, okay, maybe I was a little hasty on the I won't get married again. But it's good to travel. <laughs> like, if you're going to, like, think about, like, anything, yeah. serious, like, traveling is not a bad idea. You see them frustrated. And I think that's, like, right. key. Before you become, like, good friends with someone or, like, with someone, seeing them frustrated is really important. 
Yeah, I wish I had known that's like 20 years ago, but it's true. A lot of people like this girl that I, I probably told you about her, the Vegas trip girl. I have not heard this story. Oh, okay. So I had this friend. Um, she and I were good friends in college. She worked for the post office. Um trying to think of how much I'm saying forgetting the fact that this is supposed to be for a podcast but, <laughs> um, I can always just like trash this and like okay time or yeah either way um well it's it's, it's a longish story but to put the, to put it shortly and relevant to the part that we were talking about I started to realize what a one-way friendship we had when her car broke down we're going someplace together. Her car broke down and she just was very bad at handling the crisis where I was like, okay, triple A, maybe call my brother, you know, like there's people in, you know, resources set up to help us out in the situation. It doesn't have to be like this four alarm fire of anger, but no action. Like I really did not <laughs> like how she was trying to handle the crisis because it was like she wasn't actually trying to handle it she was just trying to ang she just kind of angered at it and nothing happened and I was just like but nothing's but we're gonna just be on the highway if we just yell at your car so I do understand that and that was my personal an 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 anecdote and I'm done talking <laughs> you know I personally like realized that I wouldn't date me I wouldn't even be necessarily friends with me because the stuff <laughs> I talk out for in other people, if I'm having a bad day, I would be yelling at the car for 10 minutes before I started calling AAA. Like I do not frustrate well. I, I will <laughs> scream and spiral. I am not cute or fun when I'm frustrated. And that's the thing I warn my kids about. Like I'm like, you if you're going and all like the little teens that come over to the house, I'm like mm -hmm. yeah, frustrated and then decide. And I'm like, but I probably wouldn't be okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. Would you care if the other person solved the problem though? Yeah. It's just when I feel like I'm the only one who, and it's all on me. Like when I feel like I've. Mm, see, I that I get. Yeah. I, I, I just, I can't handle one more thing. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like mm -hmm. this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and then this blew up. And now I have to deal with this and I don't know who to like. That's but that even sounds like you got piled on and then you got frustrated, not like one thing went wrong and then you got frustrated and wouldn't take any suggestions for how no. to make the situation better. No. And if someone offers a suggestion, I will be like, oh, fuck, thank you. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> yeah. Like Eva. Can that was the aspect of which I didn't get along with her because it wasn't just that she was being angry at the car. It was like, OK, I have a phone. Let's call AAA that had to be like a whole 10 minute drama. Like I'm just making a phone call, like calm down. <laughs> so I mean, like part like of that. traveling is also learning who you can trust when you're sick. Yeah. Like I've like, it's a really fast, like, like this person oh, leave me. We're close. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like, are you going to like walk out and go do your own thing when I'm still throwing up? Mm -hmm. Exactly. If I get sick on this trip, how are you going to react? Yeah. And like, I don't mind if I'm like stable and sick and someone wants to go and do something else. Like, oh, that's different. Don't just watch me be sick. But if I'm not yeah. stable, like you can't just walk out and leave me. Like, here's all my mm -hmm. 
person and like it like these are the things you must like yeah you learn yeah. you really do yeah yeah like my sister we traveled for the first time together like we grew up together but we didn't grow up in the same house so we never like spent 24 hours together and then oh, we, as kids no not even as kids like we we spent wow. together but we separated out at night so dinner time through like morning, we were in separate houses, but oh, until we went to regular school and then we were more separated, but like, when we were like That's interesting. Up, yeah, we, every day we were together all day. And then we went to Paris and another place in France. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we were always close, but after that trip, I was like, okay, I love you. We are, <laughs> we are blood at this point. Like she, right. It was like this big trip. It was expensive. And we both took time out of our jobs to go do this together. And mm-hmm. my legs were just brutalized. And I would just like Aww. sit and cry on a bench in Paris. And she would sit there with me. Just, you know, like that kind of, that person knows like when to say something, which is not yep. good at that, but she's good at it. And like, you just That's sit and like, Yeah. Yeah. Hey, traveling. I miss it. That's on my mind lately. <laughs> I miss it a lot. I miss it a lot. And now that I've been fully vaccinated, I'm no more motivated to go outside because there's still people there, but I do miss traveling. And if somebody had said, Hey, we decided how to, we figured out how to let you teleport. I would be like, awesome. <laughs> and I would start traveling. But other Honestly. than that, I'm thinking about like at least six months to a year before I why is this thing so awkward? I'm thinking 2022 at this point maybe um the new strains that are coming through and the right we got don't cover two of the strains there's no vaccine that covers the last two strains that came through and yeah the vaccine I got only covers the first I got Moderna and it only addresses first round COVID it doesn't address the second round at all so I'm like I'm just happy there's a little extra layer of protection, but I'm not acting like I'm protected. Like I'm right. Like if I basically feel like I've been inoculated against death. That's it. Like I can still get COVID. I just won't be destroyed by it. And then just the fact that it's it seems like on like how could they do tests on us? We all have very different. We have very different bodies than the general Mm -hmm. population. And they're saying like zero death, but it's like, has anyone with our condition caught those particular strains? Like not those ones, yeah. but those strains came out of people like us, which is once again, why they should have inoculated, you know, disabled people first, yeah. because like that Britain strain came from a guy who had the trying to remember story, like the original strain, and then it mutated inside his body. And it's just like, dude that's a super big clue the other day some you know day before yesterday reason i got pissed was because somebody was talking about how you know we're probably just in for covid forever it's just gonna be like our extra flu now because the world did not act soon enough to to protect us from it and i think i was yeah angry pretty much that whole day just off (laughs) that one thing because it's like just you know yeah I hear it. I'm like, I'm really excited that my little one will be able to be vaccinated soon. They were just really sweet. They might actually release this for 12 through like 16. I'm very 
game at child vaccinated there's like one trip we want to take but it would be like in a car and we'd be going to an outdoor thing mm. very like iffy on it i'm like i understand with asterisks is what i've told everyone like in the house i'm like yes with asterisks depending on how things are going and especially in that area <sighs> yeah i mean if, if we hadn't gotten if we didn't have to evacuate to a hotel from here like i would still be worried about just an overnight trip to Dallas at this point but that experience taught me that they can handle what yay Texas oh god I mean if it's not one thing it's something else out here in Texas I'm just I try to only read the local news one day a week at this point to just prevent myself from getting you know super stressed all the time I I vibe with that I, I like I, I feel like a doom scroll still. Like I'm so used to it after like four years. Yeah. I break myself of Twitter is like that's where I yeah. get my fear from. And I'm like, I've got to just not tweet for a while. <laughs> Sometimes it helps to like, you know, like I quit Facebook for almost three years now. And it really has helped. You yeah. know, not having this constant, you know, flow of oh, look at everybody doing fun stuff that I can't do or, you know, people realizing that I'm around and asking me, you know, just needling me with a bunch of questions or, you know, just the toxicity of some of the groups, you know, mm-hmm. just not being there. Maybe once every few months I stopped by, like, of course, I went for my birthday, you know, and did all of the thank you for the birthday wishes, but, you know not being there every day especially when I used to have to do work with Twitter with um not Twitter Facebook I hear that I have it reversed though like Twitter's far more toxic for me yeah for I mean for whoever (laughs) for everybody that has their thing where this platform is more toxic for me and I think that it helps sometimes to just not you know for a while I have my days where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not tweeting today because fuck all of these guys. Like I've been feeling that a lot recently where it's just, I'm tired of repeating like the same eight things and having people think that they're entitled to my, you know, help Mm -hmm. just because I can help them get their GoFundMe, you know, funded. That means I have to like, for free too it's like no stop i want people to stop treating me like i'm a vending machine that sounds deeply frustrating i have not had that experience since i was a photographer where it was like non-stop but exposure right <laughs> but exposure. you're my friend it's like, oh, i got you so saying no yeah yeah, only what the, the but you're my friend thing is more but you're my mutual that doesn't mean that we're close friends that I know you that I would take you to the airport or be picked up from the airport by you, you that's know? your your bar on like are you my friend would you pick me up from the airport <laughs> exactly exactly would I take you to the airport uh I don't know <laughs> I, I I feel like if you're gonna tell me you're my friend that means you should be very supportive of me Yes, definitely. It's like if one of my friends is doing a business thing, I insist on full price. Like I will pay. Yeah, me too. And then I'll leave a tip. Like I very much believe that, you know, if you're my friend, that is not how you treat me. Exactly. (laughs) My way to support my friends is 
I patronize their business and then try to find them more business. Like, <laughs> I don't know where people get this idea where, oh, you're my friend and you're a photographer. So you're supposed to give me cheap ph- photographs. Like, I don't understand. Like, okay, can I have your laptop then since we're just giving away valuable stuff? Does that make sense to you? <laughs> I've never understood that. I've never, ever understood that. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's um, it's a thing. Like, I will do mutual trades. Like, I used to trade for like acupuncture or like that's fine. Like, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense because you're doing something that's four thousand dollars in value, and then somebody gives me something four thousand dollars in value or two hundred or whatever it is. Especially like somebody to just be like, hmm. That's the thing I'm using and going broke by using. Like that's right. Helpful. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So much fun. So much things I don't miss about being out in the public world working. Mm-hmm. Do not miss working with the public. <laughs> yeah, I, I've underestimated how much I hate having clients that talk directly. <laughs> I love middlemen. Like you talk to the people and I'll just do the stuff. So I was reading this one woman got a lot of shit for this. And I, I'm mad that she got shit for it because I totally agree with doing this. She made uh, a male assistant. She made a, I, I guess, I think his name was Mike or Matt or something. She made him ooh, up. Mm-hmm. So in all emails, Matt was her assistant who was the gatekeeper and asked for more money and told them like what her restrictions were. And she's like, I, I love so that. much less black. And it's like, it just slid so much easier than like mm-hmm. when I'm like, ooh, this is not. And you people are like, you're just feeding into the patriarchy. It's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I have to say, I have a friend, um, she does spinsucks.com. She used to have a pretend partner that was a man. Brilliant. But it was really just her cat. <laughs> I I mean, like, I think uh, it's good. Like, it's not our fault the word is prejudice and fucked up. <laughs> we should be able to subvert it any way that we that we want to there's probably the same people who think that sex work isn't work it's probably the same people i'm sure that venn diagram is a circle i think like you know like we're all like trying to catch up and figure stuff out and learn and i think one of the biggest like tailspins i had was that the group that's causing the issue should be the ones who work the hardest to fix the issue and we should like yelling at the people who are living in that world, trying to mm-hmm. get them like that's you can't just keep yelling at like actresses for working for bad directors. You know, right, like eat. It's like get mad, use all that rage at the director. Like yeah, use all that rage at the publishing company. Don't okay. yell at the author who wrote the you know like the publishing company made a choice and exactly. at editors and the editors didn't go. Hey, as a white woman, maybe you don't write about, you know, crossing the border. <laughs> you uh, know, maybe that's not your area. Maybe. Right? Like, I didn't read the books. So I can't say anything about American I dirt. Didn't but I watched that whole thing unfold over Twitter. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and like, part of me is like, you know what? This woman is my age and she's hopefully learning. Hopefully she's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Not my story. Maybe I don't tell it. But for a long time, everyone was like, Go ahead and tell any story you like. It's you yep. know, you're all at your hands and going, I should be able to pretend to be a tree if I want. And everyone's like, I was just gonna bring up the tree thing. Yeah, like no, just no. And hopefully we're learning, but like hopefully we we 
save the anger, the extreme anger towards you know, the ones who are actually causing the problems. Like I hope so sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it feels like we're going in a circle, you know. I, I guess like like don't yell at us for using straws, like the disabled people for using or plastic straws. Right? Yell at the companies that are causing the most amount of problems, like seventy six percent of the problem, and then point zero zero two percent of the problem is straws. And you're yelling at us. I hate. Yeah, I, I guess that was my whole like very circular, exhausted point was do not yell at the people who are barely. <laughs> paddling through trying to survive yell right. people who caused like the massive trouble it's like yeah common sense but people are more common and then there's just no more sense. sense i really was gonna say that and i thought does that even make sense i mean it makes sense to me but i'm on like every drug in my pharmacy right now so i understand uh, yeah, it I've was- been sitting here like, should I vape or would the coughing just be too horrible to watch? <laughs> I would just get. I found like the best edibles ever. It's really good. I would. I would just like send you oh, awesome pack. They're so good. It's live resin, which I had no idea would make a difference. Somebody else said something about that too. Somebody else said something about having something with live resin. About it. What'd you say? Last time we talked, I think we talked about the live resin thing. Something happened this morning, though, where somebody was like, I'm still high from the edible that I took last night to go to sleep. <laughs> like, she was like, the time is 10 a.m. I was like, damn. Maybe that's what <laughs> What'd you say? Maybe that's what's wrong with me today. <laughs> well, you seem very not wrong, if that oh, makes sense. So good at <laughs> it's that ballerina in me like i can be bleeding through my toe shoes and still smile like no problem yeah like i'm good i'm good (laughs) okay so your podcast oh so the actual sorry getting my gummies so the actual actual podcast or like the podcast episode of a podcast your podcast my podcast yeah I originally thought, why don't I just go back to the original idea I had about just doing tips for spoony living, you know, like focus in on little things that I figure out along the way. I mean, your idea of having four children live in the house to serve you, I think is one of your... (laughs) I, I just think like having four incredibly charming, lovely, brilliant, small humans that will take care of you. I think that was just a genius hack. Well done. Yeah, really. That gives myself a lot of credit for that one. You should. I mean, they are fantastic humans. <laughs> they are. They are. And I love that. I'm very surprised, actually, that Sammy hasn't popped in here. <laughs> but I have been. <laughs> Wait, I have been telling him lately that, you know, he's got to like moderate the pop ins a little bit, like every half hour is too much. <laughs> but I do like to see him throughout the day. That's fun, you know. But it, it was because one night he came, my room closes at midnight, you know, and I tell him it's not open again until I'm awake. But he definitely came and knocked on my door at 1 15 in the morning. 
two adults, other adults live here. I don't get it. And then came back at 6 a.m. And I'm just like, when do you sleep? Why weren't you asleep? <laughs> How are you back here at six in the morning? But I don't know. I still have found a balance in this house between leave me the fuck alone and why am I alone in this back room? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like I'm somewhere in between like super annoyed and some sort of Victorian Gothic novel. You know, like the mad woman in the attic. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's somewhere in between. I don't know how to find that. that it's hard to find a little balance. Like, you know, there are days when I just need to be left to myself and do my writing and finish the things I have to do. But there's, you know, most days I would like to see at least one human and at least hug one person, you know? I mean, we're kind of lucky because we have a pretty small house, like especially mm-hmm. United States small, like ours is only right. like we have 1300 square feet. Like it's a small mm-hmm. house. So I can generally yell for someone or That's cool. someone and go, Hey, so want to hang out? <laughs> you know, like I, like I tell my little one, like, we're going to have a date on this day at this time. Oh yeah. I like dates. Yeah. It was easier when the older two weren't teenagers, you know, <laughs> And it was like sleepover city. Like I couldn't get enough days where I would sleep alone in my room by myself. And now it's just like overnight, nobody wants to have a sleepover ever. (laughs) We had them turn, the little ones turned double digits and the older ones became teenagers. And so it's like overnight, the era was over. I would give almost anything to go back to when like my smallest was three and my oldest was nine or like Saturday mornings they would just jump into bed with us. And, yes. And at the time I was like, God, I'm supposed to sleep in. And now I'm like, okay, anything to have like my smallest on my feet, like, you know, doing like the little like leg presses with, mm-hmm. with the toddler and having my like nine-year-old snuggle. And I'm like, I'm yeah. just, oh, so hard. Yeah. At least we're still great people, right? Like, at least we still have great humans with us. We do. And, you know, I'm glad that, um, I'm glad, I mean, I love them the age they are, too. Yeah. You know? I would not want to be doing, I, like, bow down to anyone who's listening to this who has small children in quarantine. Like, having teenagers in quarantine is so much easier. Like, it really so is. <laughs> it's so much easier. Yeah. Because, I mean, I remember when the first set of twins because we didn't know what to do with you know two babies at the same time but the first set of twins when we first started taking them to daycare and just started having hours during the day to ourselves to do things it was very strange at first like what do we usually do right now because (laughs) normally we'd be running around pampering something or burping something or wiping its butt (laughs) what am I supposed to do now and I also get the same feeling now when somebody's like you know do you want to take my kid my infant overnight and I'm just like one baby just one all by itself that sounds fairly boring (laughs) right it's almost like a non-job but then they end up being so cute so what are you gonna do oh my god I miss like that's one of the things I miss the most about my job was I like 
newborns and maternity photography it was like oh wow I got get to, to smell baby head every oh wow it's a drug it is so like yeah. you almost feel like the definitely drug like you get like over yeah time. you're like oh 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 this is not fair mm-hmm. like I will pay for your call right I I would <laughs> <laughs> I will pay your medical bills child like it's insane exactly. It's just like weird, like hormonal, like, oh my God. I, then, I think they released chemicals or something. <laughs> like how else can someone convince you to like give up 18 years of your life and you're like, you know, right? <laughs> and gladly, like, yes, like happily, yeah. enthusiastically. Yeah. So, yeah. Something- what the hell was I doing? Bring them on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My sister just laughs. She's like, I made the right choices. Auntie is great. <laughs> Usually says that when I call crying. So Aww. but they always love her. She's always good. Like grandma's always good. Of Aunt course. Good. Grandpa, like, is Hold on, my mother's calling. Tuesday's the day that she usually works from home, but apparently she's got a meeting in town or something. Man, childcare during this time is just nuts. <laughs> What'd you say? Childcare during this time is just nuts. I mean, it's wacko. Like, it. but I kind of like it a little bit because I think people have mellowed somewhat. You know, when it used to be, it's like, oh, you have a conference call and your kid is home. Like, just don't <laughs> come to the conference call. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> You know, I know. You know, now it's like, that, oh, yeah. you know, your kids are doing double dutch in the background of the Zoom. It's really not a big deal. As long as they're going to be quiet. Are we going to say adult words? Okay, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, you remember like three years ago where that, like before COVID, where the reporter had like his kids yes! freaked out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now we're like changing diapers while Zoom meetings are on. Oh, Everyone God. has the cap that they're showing off. <laughs> okay. I mean, it is really good that it. we all now very visually have lives outside of work and what we are. Like, yes. it's so visual. It's so in everyone's face. Like, look, we have a lot going on, you know, from like, I have a plant to take care of, to I have dogs, okay. I have kids, to, here. or Do I have like, my kitty. <laughs> or I have mental health things going on. Like we all, right? like it's all so much more. Like we're we're not these automatons that go into a place and do mm-hmm. thing of work. At least I hope that's you know, what other people. I mean, me too. Are. Like I, I really want to see that be a better world for disabled people, especially because you know they keep talking about oh going back to normal, and there's that one tech company that doesn't want to um. Is it Asana? Oh, they don't want to go back. Oh, oh what to was it? Remote. Oh and God. it's just like, fuck you guys. Like, we needed this. We really needed this awakening that, oh, you know what? You could have done that job at home. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, it would be so much better for us. But it, it's, I don't know what people's deal is with us. It's like, on the one hand, go get a job. And then on the other hand, but not here. <laughs> Because we're not going to accommodate you. And no, you can't work from home. You have to be able to lift, you know, 25 pounds to file these paperwork all day, every day. Or you have to have a bachelor's degree to be a receptionist. Right. For this basic smile, hello, phones, data entry job. Really? Or like at the network at Invisible at Birkin, we, um, we got a bunch of interns in and some of them were really surprised that we were willing to take them on without any experience. 
Uh-huh. I was like, but that's what an internship is. Okay. I'm sitting here like, what should baby? You're an intern. Oh my God. Like uh, my, like my personal intern, she's amazing. And I love her. She's 18 wow. and she can handle things so much better than I can. Like she's so good. Rachel, I love you. Um, <laughs> Like, let this be like a little, like quick, like little bright light to everyone. Like age and generation does not mean Jack. Like, it really doesn't. This new generation are awesome. I don't know what everyone's whining about. Um, Me either. Kindness and respect. You'll probably get what you need. Like, absolutely. This. Um, From but- X to millennials to whatever they're calling them, the new ones, the Zoomers. I don't understand people's problems with us. I, I don't get it. So confused. Like. I, I do not get this like rage against millennials, against the Zoomers. They just don't like bullshit. They just didn't accept the bullshit like the older generations did. I don't understand what the problem is. Well, the older are they ashamed that they didn't? The older generations didn't get the bullshit. The older generations got handed jobs out of high school that could keep them going with an entire family and a house. I mean. Yeah, I mean, my parents got to go to college and my dad got his, uh, he was an MFCC while he was washing dishes. He was able to make enough money washing dishes to get an advanced degree. Like that's, that's nuts. Like, (laughs) well, yeah, my people from that era didn't have those same kind of dynamics, but they did have certain things that were just definitely easier than what we have to go through but well definitely easier than what these young people are going to have to go through but I was more talking about their willingness to reject the whole you have to have this kind of job thing or you have to have a job period or growing up means getting married and having kids like I really appreciate that they have more ideas about what it is to live in the world because I just, I've always felt like, um, not a hippie. I love hippies. I don't know. Just like, I felt like to other people my whole life from the outside looking in that they thought I was a bum because they don't have any tangible tangible evidence of the things that I have done in my life you know there's nowhere for me to you know stick a plaque that says I invented xyz kind of marketing or like I started putting out free information about a certain thing and of people used to sell it or whatever it was or just working from home back when it used to people used to wonder if you were a drug dealer (laughs) if you didn't go to a building every day so I don't know there just weren't a lot of people at that time where I could be like here's how I've chosen to live independently and why I don't plan to get married and why you know they just kind of thought of me as an oddball and I'm just grateful that these kids will grow up I don't know, aspiring to oddballness. Does that make any kind of sense? A really cool idea that your worth and your value is not in your output. Yes. That idea in particular, you've hit it. That's exactly what it is. And not just like output, like there, like an understanding of like output as being a good friend, as being like mm-hmm. person, output as being the old 
understanding of output? Did what did you put back into society via um, new workers or right. income? And that seemed to be the only output that anyone would accommodate in this or respect. Or respect was like either you were raising the next generation of workers mm-hmm. or you were one of the workers. That's it. Right. There's no other boxes. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was watching um Great British Bake Off. So it's like a very different society than ours. And there is a woman there who is an amazing baker and she has a garden that she works really hard at that she loves and she's very proud of. And she Mm -hmm. volunteers. And that's what she does. And I was just like, my job was on the floor. That's an, that is a worthwhile life. That is a beautiful life. Makes a beautiful space that like is lovely. She takes care of other people. She is not Mm -hmm. a mother. Like she has not raised kids. Right. She is a. She takes care of things, and like I'm like, this is such a beautiful thing. Like in yeah. no way is she financially contributing, and there's right. an incredible value in the work she does. And it's like, and she's able to survive. You know, man, like, I love that. But then it's it's like what she said also that it's just a different society. They take care of their people, at least to an extent. Yeah, I mean, not near like thanks Tories. Um, not nearly enough. They right get rid of Tories, please. Like all together. Oh my god! Everything I've ever heard that has anything to do with a Tory has been terrible. So why why do they still exist? Y'all hated Margaret Thatcher. Please stop electing people like her. Just saying. Okay, it just seems like common sense, right? Like I don't, I don't. (laughs) This is what I don't understand. No one understands that you have to pay into capitalism in taxes to keep the game going right cannot it eats its own tail like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no way to continue this like it is it's not sustainable it's not possible not in any country they're already like siphoning workers people who get wages are subsidizing corporations already like eventually like that's not sustainable <laughs> yeah it's one of the biggest places for their workers to need food stamps yeah some of them some of the amazon workers are homeless like it's the richest company like i don't understand he's like the richest guy on earth right now and some of his workers don't have places to live does it it doesn't make any sense i (laughs) my level of rage against this like tech billionaire cult of personality it's very hard for me to control the rage I feel like me too. I do not understand how you wake up every morning like I could solve like Biden has a plan right now that I am so over the moon about I was not mm-hmm. to like him I really oh, yeah like, uh, I was, oh, yeah last choice absolute right? last choice it was not my last choice Tulsi was my last choice who Tulsi Gabbard oh yeah I didn't consider her a contender oh. I meant like the people who made it to the finals okay yeah <laughs> The people that made it to the finals, I think he was my last choice. And the people that made it to the finals. And he's and I thought, okay, so he got elected. I get four years of breathing and not being terrified that my president's trying right. to right. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he comes out with like the American rescue plan, which would give us two years of before school education. So two free years of preschool. He'd extend schooling for four extra years. Two years mm-hmm. of preschool, two years of trade or junior college. Holy crap. But he did yeah. how much it cost to do this. And it is literally an eighth of what Elon Musk earned extra, just extra this in 2020. 
than yeah, it's ridiculous. It's anyway. absolutely ridiculous. And, and you like, know, how do you not just I made a threat stop? about, I don't know. I, I read a, I made a thread about that about two years ago where I said, okay, how can he have the money or any billionaire have the money to end homelessness and then just not, you know, I was not aware that it's something like two, two it's like two and a quarter, 225 or 250 billion dollars. Some, some figure like that range mm-hmm. to end homelessness, to end it. Yeah. And so how many of those billions does this guy have? You know, I, like it's not even 200 billion. I think it's 200 million. It's, it's like an incredibly small number compared to how much these billionaires have. Yeah. And then you have the power to do something and then you just don't. I don't understand how that's like remotely a thing, especially given the rate at which they're earning new money. Like they wouldn't even notice that it was gone by the time it was spent. So I don't understand. I don't understand. I think one of the biggest things that we're going to have to contend with as a society is this, like you hear it a lot with like um, student loans. I worked hard and I paid my student loans off. Therefore, we shouldn't do this. Like if we can't get over this mentality, like that's what I hear a lot about. Yeah. That's a terrible mentality. Number exactly. One. Like universal income. Like that's one of the mm-hmm. best for everyone. If we want to alleviate poverty, yeah. we want to alleviate the stress on social systems mm-hmm. that worked really well in Stockton. Like they just yeah. Stockton and it was an unmitigated success. Everywhere they've tested it, it's been successful as long yeah. as they kept all of the social programs the way they were yeah so i don't understand what the the, the big problem is with not implementing that people say they well i don't want extra money from the government don't take it uh what i hear a lot is that people won't work if they get the money that's they the, work and that's bullshit like that it's absolute bullshit yeah our hierarchy of needs is we need a purpose we absolutely and you see that in rich people a lot like you see billionaires mm-hmm. because they don't feel like they have purpose you see that mm-hmm. in people who are dealing with extreme poverty because they are denied their purpose like mm-hmm. not able to if that road's closed off to you to have a purpose there's other roads that are much easier to access that are a lot more dangerous um yeah and yeah, that's and then especially wrong. when you adjust it back before Maslow, which is just something I just Maslow this. I just learned this like this year. It's based actually upon. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. First I Nations forgot her name. People made a whole thing about the he that he yeah. stole from them. Yeah. And I was just like, what if we went by that hierarchy of needs? The whole world would be more fulfilled. And because if we just decide that we judge our society based on how the most vulnerable are treated. Yeah. Like that. I mean, and that's the way it should be. How can you live in a society where you're okay, but somebody else is starving when you could just, if you were a little bit less well off, they'd be fine. And who would you say? Oh, uh, Trevor Noah had a great, um, I, I'm going to mangle it horribly, but what he said was so important because it really addresses how people try to shirk their duties on this. And mm-hmm. it's like that whole parable about like, give a man a fish, he eats for a day, teach right. him for his life. He's like, but give him the pole. 
And I think that's like such an important part that's missing from that parable because Mm -hmm. people do need the access to learn. It's important to learn how to survive. And it's important to learn something that can give you purpose. Mm-hmm. But if that education is cost prohibitive, if it's right. access because you have children and they need daycare, mm-hmm. if there's only things standing in your way of doing that thing, that thing isn't helpful. Learning how to exactly. do that, you can learn how to fish, but if you don't have a pole, you're not going to get exactly. that. So I thought, I love what you had to say about that. Yeah, we have this illusion of equal opportunity. And it's like, that's great that we can all have all these opportunities, but if the opportunities in front of you are behind a brick wall and you don't have tools to get through the wall, that's not fair. That's not really equality. Like, what if you can't even see them? What if you can't? Yes. What if you can't see them? Somebody made a, a point earlier today about how much more, it was somewhere in academia where how much more they... She told, she was telling somebody else about all the things that they did to be able to get where they were in academia. And the other person just remarked on how much worse it is if you are non-white. And it just dawned on the person like, wow, I didn't even realize I was working harder than them. It's like, how do you even see, how do you even see it? How do you fight and how how do you dismantle an invisible machine? Like, how do you bring billionaires to justice when they can purchase what truth is? They can just really shape what the truth, what people accept as truth and reality. They have that much money. So how do you bring them to justice if they do something wrong? And then you have all this pushback as we're trying to teach people. Like, we're, you know, there's, there's, you know, six, uh, Oh God. Um, anyway, there's, there's always pushes to teach children and to teach white people, uh, like, Hey, this is a privilege you've had. Right. You understand that your mortgage is actually a racial thing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I, and I just learned that like eight months ago and I was like, right. No idea. Oh my God. That's, that's, that's not fair or right. And that's why my family, even though they came from poverty, were able mm-hmm. to build wealth was they were able to get mortgages. Like, right. Holy cow, that that should have slapped me in the face much earlier. It didn't. I learned. How do you see it though? It's invisible. It's just the the machine that is keeping all of this inequality and suffering going. It's hard to be able to see it. Yeah. And there's a machine. How would you know? White fragility of that we can't Mm -hmm. handle that that happened. No, I can handle it. I I absolutely want to know about it. Yeah handle it too. My -hmm. child is perfectly capable of hearing the atrocities that happened and going, that was not okay. She doesn't think she was responsible for that. She wasn't alive during that. Right. She can under, she has the nuance of bad happened. People who looked like me did really bad things. That's not me, but I'm really glad I know about that. So I can understand how things are working now and how I can hopefully be a better Mm -hmm. student. It's assumed for a lot of people that they wouldn't be, especially kids, that they can't handle, you know, certain kind of informations or certain kinds of um, realities. But then what about people who were born into those realities and live to be old age? Like, you know, I'm, I think of like kids that work in diamond mines and stuff like that. Like there's children who have adult jobs somewhere mm-hmm. in Africa or Asia you know, making adult decisions. I read about this one 11 year old boy who's like the head of his household. 
you know, making the money, making the financial decisions. He has the, you know, he makes sure that his other siblings goes to work, all of that stuff, you know, because his mother can't, you know, she's sick. So if we have people in other, com- in other countries who are able to, you know, grasp these things, why are we so special here? We're not special. I think what we have is a lot of adults who do not want to face up to privilege that they mm-hmm. have to believe that they bootstrapped everything themselves with no help or any right any cheat codes. And so they're going to put kids in front of that as we're protecting them while they're really just protecting mm-hmm. themselves. And that's an issue. I mean, it, you're saying this in other countries, but here in this country, we have plenty of like, 12 through 15 absolutely we do are raising their entire families like their siblings or their own children they're had a household yeah and not and this wouldn't be the first or the second generation to be going through that i think a lot about you know kids that i went to school with whose parents had substance abuse issues or um who we went to the same school but our um economic backgrounds were very different and some of the people that I came up with had to go through a lot of a lot harder stuff than I did the middle part of my childhood. And so the assumption that other children can't do that because they started out more privileged, it just doesn't hold water. But it sure sounds like a good excuse, right? We're, we're protecting the children. How often do we throw kids in front of an issue? Like... I'm so tired of yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Like I don't understand this protecting children idea like from ideas or from reality. Like mm-hmm. go ahead and explain it in a way that they can grasp it. But yeah. if you don't teach it to them, someone else is going to or life will. I mean, I and I think that's something <laughs> that we saw back. from the pandemic. Yeah. Like all the kids had to be home all the time and all like, what are they going to do during that time that they're home and there's no school, they're going to find something to do. And now when you want to learn something, you go on YouTube and you watch a video. So, you know, I never had the, and I don't know if it's, it's, it's a helpful thing or not, the, the protection that maybe my parents had of, well, they probably don't know about this issue because where would they find out about it? It's not on TV. It's not in the movies. Yeah, it's everywhere. So not only are you doing kids a disservice by not sharing reality with them, you're also letting them know that you're a liar because they can plainly go and research whether or not things are happening in the world that they should be concerned about. I mean, like, seriously, I, I mean, granted, I'm not the person to talk to you about appropriate parenting. I'm not an appropriate parent. <laughs> I mean, God knows. I, I have no filter. Um, but I never understood the idea of, like, lying to my kids about drugs. I, I mean, like, I never right. understood. Like, when we talked about drugs, we talked about this is the reason people would do it. This is the positive side. This mm-hmm. is what is on the negative side. This is the bad right. side. This is the good stuff, bad stuff. And, like, we just explained everything like that. Same with sex. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's just not so, like, I know plenty of people from Catholic school who got pregnant because no one explained this to them. That, like, yeah. You can't like have all these like open, like you're sending like these little babes into the woods mm-hmm. with like a little, like, you know, picnic basket and a red cloak and going, the woods are fine. 
Exactly. And then you get Snow mad wolf. at them if they get eaten. Right. Like, exactly. It's like you sent them into the woods. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the hard thing. Like with my when uh, I was raising my my youngest, who um, was born a girl. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say this right right now. So please forgive me, everyone. I have three. I know you've got to. They're all yelling. Um, but I was trying to raise what was biologically a female child. In right. Not like, and everyone's like, don't scare them. And I'm like, but we live in a city and she right. wants to go for a walk down the block alone. I'm not going to not tell her like, so this is what you watch out for. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not saying this is what you watch out for. <laughs> and people get mad. Like you're going to scare She's going to think that all adults are bad. I'm like, well, if enough mm-hmm. are, then I should, I mean, <laughs> like she should know what she's, what, what exactly, you know, talking to strangers. I think it was my mother who was one of the first people to say to me, you know, we teach children not to talk to strangers, but if they get lost by themselves, all the people around them are going to be strangers. So what we really need to talk to them, teach them is learn to trust your intuition and your common sense about who is a safe stranger. You know, if there's a woman with kids, she's probably not going to get that <laughs> she's got that's so much likely. going yeah. on yeah that's a smart person to ask for help <laughs> we used to like with my kids we used to talk a lot about like what does your gut feel like right now like think of mm-hmm. this thing what does your stomach feel like what is you think about this right. like, happy thing what does your stomach feel like and so like mm-hmm. we're just kind of talking about like check in because your stomach actually kind of knows before anything else does right so i was trying to like fit you into society like your brain's mm-hmm. like, no 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 you don't want to be impolite right you don't want to like make this person think that you're scared of them but your stomach is like the deer in like the forest it's like oh something snapped that's not good I'm out okay let's leave <laughs> like, be the deer <laughs> mm-hmm. live longer be the deer <laughs> yep yeah that's that's always fun <laughs> or we're probably past like most of, like the scary scary discussions right now so I'm just breathing yeah I, I'm, I'm glad we are I just um I like that they're not in school like there's so many less like active shooter discussions we have to have exactly like, like sexual um, discussions we have to have like I'm so happy that we don't have to talk about like this is what happens when a teacher tells you you're against dress code. This is what okay. you should go with if like uh someone touches you when you didn't want to be touched. This is what mm-hmm. you should do if you feel like someone is dangerous. Like I'm so happy that we had this break from that for a minute. Okay, gosh, I don't have to explain why she doesn't have to smile if a boy asks her. <laughs> oh God. That's another reason why I'm keeping my mask though. Mm, masks, sunglasses, nice. earbuds, covered so, up with my hair. Fond of that. I'm impenetrable <laughs> in public forever. That is that 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 is like COVID awesomeness that must survive forever. It is. It is. I'm never gonna take off my mask around strangers again. No. And but I, I gotta kick up my eye makeup game though. I know that. I don't know. The last time we talked, and you had like this 1960s goddess thing going on, like, <laughs> ready to go on a Bond film. <laughs> uh, that was applied with assistance. I needed the girl for that. Oh, that's She's awesome. much more fashionable than me. That's <laughs> been since she was nine years old. I remember posting a purse that she bought onto the internet saying, and she's now past my fashion sense. So today's a great day. <laughs> today's a great day. <laughs> oh my God. 
my small one somehow manages to be twice as fashionable as I am and still steal all of my clothing. And I don't know how those two how things does that work? exist. <laughs> but they do. <laughs> the girl always has her mom's clothes on. Always. And it's just like, how? But I did the same thing, so I don't know. Oh my God, yeah, my mom's clothes. I still steal them. Oh yeah. I have, I wore my mother's dress on my birthday. Yep. I stole it right out of her closet. Uh, and even the sad thing is, and I didn't even address it. I just wore the dress all day and kept it, which is uh, I'm just terrible, but oh well. <laughs> my child's feet are getting too big for my shoes. So. Oh, that is the best. Yes. I mean, granted, it's all because of like modern day foot binding from like years and years uh-huh. ago that I have like these weird doll feet. Um, but they're my shoes now. So it's exactly. Like, yeah. I'm very excited. I agree with my yeah. <laughs> my mother has fantastic shoe collection and I'm way my feet are way too big and flat for it. But God, her her, her shoes are fantastic. And they're by designers that I've never even heard of because they're all like you know, African made shoes. So I can't even go in a catalog and find them in my size. That's not fair. <laughs> it's I just, not, but oh, I love how stunning she is with her clothes. Hmm? I just found handcrafted shoes. I have never, Ooh. I don't, I'm not good at spending money. I don't like to. I am very, oh, yeah. Almost all my clothes are secondhand or I made them. And I, hate spending money on myself. I don't know why, but I, it's just so hard for me to do. Unless it's plants. I will spend an obscene amount of money on plants. It's not okay. I hoard plants. (laughs) I hoard seeds um, and books. Those are like my, oh, and technology. Big time. Yeah. And technology. Those are my blind spots. Like, yeah, me books and tech. I need that new iPad. I really do. I mean, as an M1 chip. Granted, my other iPad's been fine and I love it. And I use it like eight hours a day. That is like the benefit of having all of these children around, you know. Oh my gosh. You know who needs a new iPad? Uh The person who needs my old iPad so Uh I can get a new iPad. You know how I'm justifying Twice at Christmas. (laughs) I'm justifying this because my small one has become this insanely good artist. So my iPad. I'll be be right back. Sorry. I'll be right back. Yay! <laughs> I mean, like, it's always that moment where you're like, wait, that, like, Emily Dickinson, she had this great poem of, I'm scared to have a body. And I'm like, yes. Scared to have what? Scared to have a body. And I'm like, okay, I thought that's what gonna... she said. And I was like, but she yeah. did. She did. <laughs> she did. She definitely did. But like, I get the, the like feeling there's so much vulnerability in her little, like, yes. little under pink underbellies that were like, yes. <laughs> were so easily damaged. And like, all of a sudden, yeah. like, when are spoonies, it's like, it's so triply. So like, it doesn't take anything for us to At go all. crashing back to reality of, oh, we're not normal humans. <laughs> exactly. Just move a little bit. <laughs> Your body will remind you, I swear. I'm going to like start this whole thing with like talking Disney because like, I have this theory that we're all like sort of Disney princesses that we have this weird curse. Like we get okay. these weird moments of like, we're normal people. And then just boom the curse Disney curse kicks it kicks in it's like I feel like there's some green mist that comes up like around like two o'clock in the afternoon like it's very Fiona I'm sort of like a regular normal human until about noon and then the mm-hmm. comes, and then like I just sort of devolve into like this 
very broken creature. Have you seen um the second Ralph Rexit movie? No, I saw the first one. Second In the one? second part, the princesses are together. And I have some clips of it. And and also them in casual clothes. And I just think that you would love that part. I probably would. I mean, I hate Disney and I love Disney. Like, Me too. I'm fully aware of all the problematicness of Disney. And I still love it. Yeah. Like Little Mermaid. There's some things that are just like, yeah. I think it, some of it is okay if you're aware of the problematicness. Like, you know, I remember when I watched The Royal Wedding. Like, I, I don't agree with the mon- the British monarchy at all in any way. They're colonizers and <laughs> they've perpetrated some of the greatest evil on, work, on yeah. earth. But she's a princess that looks like me in real life. I'm going to watch that. I'm sorry. And I'm not ever calling her the Duchess of York or whatever the fuck it is. She married Prince. She's a fucking princess. And I just loved you don't want to know how many clips I have on my iPad, and I watched it on my iPad so that I could make clips. So, you know, I can someday, I don't know, show someone that, wow, I do really like to watch real-life princesses get married for some reason. <laughs> and then right when it was over, I went back to hating everything that had to do with the British monarchy. I think, I, like, they're... They're the closest thing we will ever get to okay monarchy. Like mm-hmm. Megan is the closest thing I will ever get to. Maybe this is something. Maybe that... it will be okay. Yes. And then they left it. So I'm like, okay, good. It can go back to absolutely being disgusted by it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, in fact, I think we should adopt them and make them our royalty just to piss England off. I mean, I'm good with that. I like her. <laughs> okay. They're mixed. I mean, like, if the kid's going to come out black and white, you know. I, 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 I don't want to, like, I don't understand what the protocols are about anything over there. But, like, just finding out that, like, Kate let everyone believe that she made her cry. Right. I was like, I get that maybe there are things you could or couldn't do. I understand that. I don't get how this mm-hmm. all works. But I have to say, I think there'd be very little that would keep me from jumping in and protecting someone that I saw getting bullied. That wasn't like, that was my fault. Like I would have a real time not like setting that record straight, but who knows? I, I just think that maybe the, um, maybe they're pure evil mm-hmm. and it's just frightening to stand up to. It's the only thing I can think of. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't I think don't anyone's know. evil as their great uncle Leopold. Oh, that's sort of that's just not like, possible. <laughs> and there are countries that still have not even come close to getting over that whole monarchy issue that from Victoria. Sure. Like, but it's pretty evil. <laughs> and exactly. also, like, that's the problem. Because you came out of someone's womb does not mean you were ready to lead. It does not mean you should get that much money or that much right. rights. Like, none of that mm-hmm. is handed over because of two cells. Yeah, you would like think the NHS needs a huge revive, and that's mm-hmm. a lot of money to go over to the NHS. Yeah, they could. I, it's. I just think that I that need... I'm trying to move there, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> should not be saying these things. 
Yeah, we'll keep them our secret. Oh yeah, except this is going live and Yeah. <laughs> we'll just tell people not to mention it. Yeah, please, please, when I I, I immigrate, do not call up the yeah. queen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just not tell her. Hey, I love what she did during World War II. Being a mechanic and a she was pretty badass. Cheers. There you go. Yeah. Then you have that one good thing to say while you slide into the back door. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Yeah. And then I'll have an excuse to come visit. It's all going to be fine. I mean, I am definitely having a guest room. Oh, yeah. We were property searching all yesterday. We were stuck waiting for the pug to get through her vet appointment. So I just pulled up houses in Scotland. And I'm like, what about oh, this really? one? What about this one? <laughs> My husband keeps trying to remind me, you're not healthy <laughs> enough for a farm. <laughs> but goats. He's like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. But it might, there might be some program over there that would help you out. It is Europe. The program you have is you move to a village location that has a lot of like lovely farms so that you leave your little like whatever house, apartment, condo, and you just walk down the road and you say hi to someone else's sheep. Sounds good to me. I like that. I, I actually am starting to vibe with it. It took me a minute. It's like I always dreamed about having a small holding and like having my little farm. But he's right. We only have 5,000 square feet and just taking care of it this morning. I almost needed to like crash for the rest of the day. Like, and that was just, mm-hmm. water. I couldn't even weed. I just watered and I was like, I'm done. So I think he's right. I think um, living near goats and sheep would be good. Yep. Can visit. Yep. I don't have to pay for bed appointments. It's kind of like being auntie. Like you don't have to pay for the doctor's appointments or college. You can just right. like, say hi. Pets, oh, I found my boyfriend. Ah, see, I thought for a minute you were actually serious about that. And I was like, oh, we have not talked for like a while. <laughs> There's always some- several boyfriends. Here it is. See, that it's is wonderful. Awesome. It just goes That's back what here. About. Oh, yes. My God. It is oh. life changing. Okay. So anyways, just listening to about a fall wedding. We are not talking about an actual human. Nor <laughs> Although I think you could probably do that if you were imaginative. Um, this is <laughs> a heated massager that drapes over the shoulders that looks yeah. as good as an orgasm. And it's very quiet too. <laughs> orgasm <laughs> it's just so funny because it's just like impossible to use it for that. But <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I think you're slacking in imagination on that. It, it's so rough. It would just be too rough. <laughs> It's too rough. Airplane. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a heated shiatsu massager. I wish, and, and it looks like if you look at it, it's like a little ball with like five tiny little fingers. Yeah. So cute, awesome. And they spin around. It's very helpful. I will say, though, if you have EDS, I've, I have one of those, but it's like a longer full back thing. Mm-hmm. I have to take painkillers before I use it. I would imagine so. But it's there's really- some parts of my body I can't use it on, like the hip where I have my arthritis. It's too rough. But God, we're all going to be so much fun when we get to the old folks' home. I know, right? I mean, we're already like so. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all set. <laughs> yeah, I saw a massage the other day for your legs where you slip it in like boots. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that I, uh, I'm going to convince myself somehow that I, it's a tech product and then I'll buy it. <laughs> See, I can do like, I will buy an iPad. No problem. I bought this computer, like, uh, my, my Apple watch. Um, mm-hmm. but when it's a device for health, I get really grumpy about it. Like I had to spend, yeah, I mean, I get mad because why isn't it free? Yeah. Or or at least I have some kind of monthly budget for assistive devices. If somebody, if if April hadn't bought that for my birthday, I wouldn't buy, I wouldn't have it. Yeah. You know, it's been sitting on my wish list for a year. I think part of it is like, there's so many things you need to buy for being sick that it's just just one other thing. Like I already have to spend close to $200 on medical marijuana a month. Yeah. And yes, I do have to. And then. Or suffer and scream in the ER yes you do have or to. I have to take way more painkillers than I usually do which causes massive gut health issues which mm-hmm. and more doctor's appointments so yeah I do I yeah. really have to um and then like there's like all of these supplements that doctors seem to think I should just try and if I don't at least try them then exactly or classes that I should be trying because I'm a chronic pain patient Mm-hmm. it's like a lot of like little mega vitamins yeah i'm so tired of having to take the giant magnesium pill um the 80 dollars a month probiotics seriously why are they so expensive if they're natural <laughs> like why can't i get the equivalent from a garden jesus i mean and it's like the only ones that work and i'm like <laughs> yeah i tried to buy like May sent me some turmeric and it was really helpful. I've, I've, I've not figured out my body's inflammation thing yet, but turmeric was really, it just helped with my quality of days and not having that dragging feeling. So I figured maybe it's helping with the inflammation, but it was that specific brand because I bought some other, like two or three other brands and it was just crap. I was so mad. So uh, I to, and I keep forgetting to ask her, what is the turmeric brand that came in the gold, uh, what do you call it? Foil. I keep forgetting to ask her. And it's the only stuff that works. And I'm sure it's super expensive. The good news about turmeric is you can grow it really easily. You just throw it in a pot. Really? Yeah, it's a root. Literally, it's like a dandelion. Awesome. Just throw it in a pot and then you just cut parts of it off and throw it into some tea and then replant it re-roots it's Ooh. awesome it's so easy like it's uh, it's one thing you can easily grow <laughs> that's medicine cool yeah. and what's the right way to say it again turmeric okay so don't trust me on shit oh no i listen to all the pronunciations and i cycle them because the way my brain frog is set up i'm not going to remember yeah like it'll stick in there but i won't have the right thing for the right moment Okay, well, if you have so foods, fun. If you have Whole Foods uh, in Texas, do you guys have that? We don't, but Amazon has a thing. I don't know. Do you have like a natural food store nearby? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, they should have turmeric there. Just regular turmeric right next to ginger, which grows the same exact way. Oh uh, yeah, so ginger. If you're okay. nauseous, you could just chop a little bit of turmeric and some ginger together and throw it with some hot tea. Just throw some hot water on top of it. It's so good for like nausea. Instead of weed? No, with weed. 
Are you kidding me? No. It's but, the only thing that's ever worked for my nausea. But exactly. I haven't tried a bunch of different things. But so. those two things together make for a lovely, relaxing self-care moment. Okay. Now I just have to figure out how to get up and make myself tea. <laughs> no, no, no. You have children there. Right? Yes, that's true. And but they're they, in home, their homeschool. Yeah, but so. they could take a mug and put it into a microwave with water. I yes, know everyone in yeah. England, I'm so sorry. I know, but we're trying to keep children safe. Um, but can like heat water. Yeah, I got it. Theoretically possible. Yeah. You are correct. See if you're closer, I just do this for you. Sending <laughs> stuff over. So you need to move over here. But then you're gonna move to Scotland and where will I be? I mean, if I could even immigrate, it's exhausting. <laughs> oh my God. And like, seriously, from this privilege level, it's exhausting and hard to immigrate. And this mm-hmm. privilege level, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, babe. I don't yeah, know why I mean, like, it makes it so difficult now. Thing. Like it's stupid whiny. Like there are people who really need to immigrate. They need to. And it's so much harder for them and it sucks. And like, I, I feel so stupid whining about like, you shouldn't. I mean, you have your own pains. That's not a bad thing, you know? Yeah. And you can't really feel their pains, but you can empathize with them. And I think that's really like enough because it's not like you can feel bad enough to make it better for them. Holy fuck. That's a great phrase i need to write (laughs) that somewhere you can't feel bad enough to make it better for someone else oh my god yeah Yeah. (laughs) look at this is why you need to constantly have to you know it's one of the things that i say to myself a lot is that you're not going to be able to feel bad enough to make that situation better but what could you do wow i use that a lot in the in the activism work especially because Oh my gosh, people have been getting on my nerves so much lately. It's <laughs> getting so hard to tell who really needs help and who's just a spammer and who is just copying the spammers because they don't know what to do. And it's like, and it's getting to the point where I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not my job and I don't want to do it. But at the same time, I do want to do the work that I signed up for. So I think what's going to happen is that now that I have two assistants and that one of them is being subsidized, one of them, their pay at $15 an hour is being subsidized. That person, yeah. Um, I I don't know how to explain this um, kind of program that um, a few people who support me just decided to get together and create. But um, they know that I needed help and they're one of the people who, you know, will constantly like pay for a bunch of copies of P- of the PDFs I sell and stuff like that. So the people who can't afford them can have them. And so they thought maybe it would be better if they shifted some of that to me being able to do, um, for, with me being able, able to have a part-time assistant, but I didn't want to like have you know what I mean? Um, interns that don't get paid. Like yeah. I didn't want to do that. I, and I didn't want to pay anybody less than $15 an hour because I think that's what the living wage should be. So they pay the difference between what I can afford. So long story short, now I have two floating part-time assistants all of a sudden. 
So now it's not on me every month, every day when I wake up to make sure X, Y, Z gets done. Some of it I can export to other people. And it's, it's been really helping. And I'm wondering, is there a way for me to make like an association where we can like gift that to people? Like, wouldn't that be cool if we like could have 20 VAs or something and hire them from the disabled community and then have those people be able to help people with like the stuff that they need to organize, to have like small, uh, you know, small freelance businesses or something. Like I know a lot of people who write well, but their hands get messed up. You know what I mean? So wouldn't it be cool if they could dictate stuff and somebody else could edit it and put it up there on their blog? So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, that's what I've been thinking about, I should say. That's an awesome one. I like it. That would be fantastic. Yeah, if I could just figure out how to pay for it. <laughs> that would be great. I know. I like that's yeah. I just I really wish our taxes were used as they should be. Like we could create programs like that for and like if you're like looking like I'm not I swear I'm not a communist or like you know I I'm very much like a socialist with like you know a bit of capitalism in there. And Same. why I say these things is because it actually helps capitalism as well. Like if you have it does. And that's part that I can't understand. It's like it would help capitalism. So what is the big deal? But go with go ahead with what you were saying. No, I like exactly like you know you don't want me on disability, and I don't have to be if I was able to re-educate myself in a field that I could do from home from my computer. I'd be able to. Bingo. And then I wouldn't be on disability. I'm on disability right now because if I tried to go back to school to get an education in something that I could do. I would be thrown off disability and I wouldn't be able to exactly education. Like if we keep putting these paywalls in front of things, we are paying for what we are keeping people from, which also yes. had a lot to my life. I would love to go back to college and get a degree in what I want to do. Absolutely. I would be very happy to do that. It's just, it's not possible. And we can't even try as if you, that is the thing that's really messed up. You can't even try. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what my capabilities are. Well, I do know now I tried to sit, mm-hmm. up, sit up for one, one thing with my child for like an hour and I was dead. I'm like, okay, so I can't do in-person school. That's a definite. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember you were just sitting in your bed one day and your soul were just flung out of your body. And I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. like a very tangible way to show that, hi, I'm a disabled person. Stop fucking with me. Right. Yeah, Shovel just goes on vacation when it wants to. But if you think of all the ways that, like, one of the things that I was looking at with Scotland, um, Mm -hmm. which really impressed me was, God, is it 70% or 80%? A huge portion of the people in Scotland are employed by the NHS. Really? That means that when we take care of people, we create jobs. Absolutely. as we're looking at this American, uh, what is the act that Biden wants? Rescue. Rescue act. What he wants is to create an extra four years of education. Now, first off, that means that preschool is free, which okay, means thank you. we get a way better equality of kids getting two more meals a day that weren't mm-hmm. insecure. They are now better prepared for kindergarten, which is where they are decided on which track they're going to be on. And yeah, I mean, decided. So if we have well, Nigeria starts at three, and yeah. like they graduate school by the time they're sixteen, and not just like oh, we glossed over stuff. Like they're really, really smart. 
at 16. Like their, their, their system is, I think they're following the British system. So yeah. they just learn so many more things. Oh, I'm shocked at how little my kid is taught. Like, and my I was shocked before, but to see it on yeah. paper this uh-huh. last year has been startling. Oh my God. And if I see one more thing about how we are, we're having a competition with first nations people in this country, I'm going to go and. Oh my God. Textbook writers. It's, it's and the cultural, I don't know. I don't want to call them snafus. I can't think of a stronger word though. I mean, all across the country, you know, little games where the first nations people are like the butt of the joke or like or a fake slave or mascots or fake slavery auctions and you know oh god i saw that news story i was like are you kidding me <laughs> that's like not the first one i've seen is what really pissed me off you would think that the initial one would have made everybody be like okay so we never ever ever do that nope somebody did it again and this is I why believe it. on teenagers being able to have cell phones on them all through class Oh, yes. I insist that kids be able to have their cell phone on because I do not trust every teacher. I do not trust me either. Single. I do not trust that. And come in. No. Hello, Joshua. Right. Yeah. I saw something that said it should be 2715 or some shit like yeah. that. Like it should be almost $30 an hour by now. 15 isn't even right. No. Like, could yeah. you live in a place for $15 an hour if it's just you? Shit. <laughs> I mean, that's like living on our disability checks. Yeah. Like, like, right. Like, you like, I don't get disability, but in a month where I'm like, can't work and I'm poor, like, that's how much money that I would make just off of not, you know, residual people buying books from old advertisements or something. And it's like, it's not, I'm trying to think of what it would pay for. I think I could pay, I think I could pay my cell phone bill the cable bill and maybe half of my prescriptions, but then I wouldn't be able to eat food or live indoors. So like, how are people doing it? I mean, I get 1400 a month and that's for me and my child. You and your child. Yep. My oldest aged out. He's, you know, he's not under 18 anymore. Mm -hmm. They were giving me $250 a month per child. That's what it costs to raise a kid. Um, and, uh, you know, so my whole check is, I think, $1,400 a month. That is ridiculous. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I am privileged. I am lucky. My husband has a good job. And right. I don't know how we would pay for ACA, for American uh, Care Act. I don't know how we would pay. Like, for- yeah, how, where would you All get the insurance money? on the, you know, that would, that $1,400 would not cover our, our monthly payment for health insurance. No, I know. I mean, before when I had to pay cash for everything, um, my mortgage was like two grand when I lived in Vegas, but then I also had to pay almost $3,000 for all of the healthcare stuff that I had to do to be able to keep working to pay my mortgage. (laughs) It was ridiculous. And here we don't just have our, like Scotland's really cool. Like if you have your house under a certain amount of money, you don't Mm -hmm. pay property tax, but once you, wow. as you go up in your house price. So like people can afford to live and stay. We well, that pay, makes sense. Yeah. Our property tax for where we live, I think it's like mm-hmm. 700 a month. So 
think about mortgage, insurance, water, electricity. Oh my gosh. Plus the property tax and that's forever. And if you ever stop mm-hmm. that, your house, even though you own it, it's not yours anymore. Like exactly. Like, there's a, there's a whole house flipping program that's based on that. Mm-hmm. Like people have not paid their property taxes. So go get their house. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I agree with taxes. I very much believe that we all need to pay our share to take care of our society. But they need to make them for, first of all, everybody pay their share. And then secondly, use the taxes for the intended purposes, not to make rich people richer. Yeah, that one. And also I will say the very scary thing, which is our property taxes should not be tied to our schools. Our schools should not be paid by the yeah. neighborhood. Taxes, that should never be a thing. No school should be richer than a school next door. Exactly. Because the, the property, the parents can afford more. A like, better house or a better neighborhood or neighborhood where the same size house is worth more or yeah, any no, of that. It should all be based on something other than a zip code. Like, no. Mm-hmm. They, can, they, they could standardize on one system to be the bare minimum. And then collect everybody's taxes and then split them out evenly across the counties. But that would make sense. So I guess we're not doing that. It just, it's based on this idea that if you work hard, (laughs) so I can't even say if you work hard, you win. Like it just doesn't work. Like it's, yeah, goes you, no one, no one works hard enough to make a billion dollars. And there's no exactly in time you don't get rich from, from working hard. That's from passive and residual income. It's never worked any other way. You will never mm-hmm. convince me that Elon Musk works as hard as his housekeeper. Oh yeah. There's you no will way. never be able to get me to believe that. <laughs> That's just mm-hmm. not how that works. No, he made he's making money because he had an idea once and it's paying him over and over and over again. I don't even disagree with that idea. idea. I disagree with him not being taxed for taxed properly so that it can help all of society. I have imagined all of this, this tax um, robbery. It it wasn't like this until like the seventies. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I have an issue with Elon Musk being like this bootstrap guy because he came from Emerald Mine Money. He's family. I have an, a problem with Elon Musk Bean. So <laughs> we are simpatico. I do not like him. I don't like, like you said, where he came from and pretends that he is a self made person. You're not a self made person if your family was in Emeralds. Like, that doesn't, what are you talking about? And Emerald Mines. We're not even talking about like someone like, I like retailers, no mining. You came from mining. That is exactly. Mm. <laughs> okay, you better use You're that money. the earth apart so people can have free <laughs> stones in their fingers. Yeah, you better use that that money for reparations to the people who were the miners. Like, I think. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That's that's my long road round on that one. I do that. That gets crunchy. There's, I mean, you're not going to have any um, opposition for me on that. I remember I was in my second job out of school when I find, found out that there are kids in a part of Africa where if they don't join the violent gang that comes to their neighborhood, they cut off one of their limbs. And then there's another gang where um, they work them in the diamond mines, and that's the punishment is taking of limbs. And so 
I'm just not a fan of any of that. You know, I don't have it on now, but all my jewelry is fake. I don't, you know, like I don't own one single diamond because of that. Cubic zirconias are shinier anyway. Uh, if you want the ultimate stone-ish thing to use, uh, morganite is just yeah. Gorgeous. I have this, yeah. And there's um. Oh gosh, what is it? It's uh, so I used to be a jeweler before my hands started to go. Before I became a photographer, I was a jeweler for like I don't know, eight years or so. How many careers did you have? Five? I I had like six. Right? So yeah. How okay. many of us like spoonies go through like jobs like we change our sweaters? Like it's yeah until you can't. Like I was a ballerina. Exactly. And I didn't. And then I was like, I better start learning shit. And so I was mm-hmm. I taught and then I couldn't. Then I became a jeweler and then I couldn't. Um, so mm-hmm. Canada um was the ethical mining source for diamonds. And yeah, they had um no conflict diamonds. Yeah, and um, you know that they are the right ones because you can use a jeweler microscope and there's a little polar bear that is engraved microscopically on the girdle of the diamonds, so you know you got conflict free. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, I love that. That's um, that's pretty neat. It's hard to find, and the whole industry is super frustrating to work in. So I was really kind of glad. I to- cannot imagine. Yeah, it's 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 impossible to know where your stones are coming from most of the time. Um, yeah. so you're usually buying at uh, big fairs and festivals unless you're actually going to the source. Um, it's really hard to tell. And the prices for gold and for silver changed so fast. Like one day it would be like $20 per gram of silver. The next day it could be. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do you run a business? Like, <laughs> it was so hard. I mean, yeah, I just priced off of stock and I just didn't take commissions. It was just. Sounds very stressful. It was a lot. It was fun. I mean, I like, I still occasionally will make like something just because I'm bored. I still have like a whole tray of stuff up at the top. I gave away all my like major stuff. So I used to cast and things, but I don't have any of the, the bench stuff anymore. But yeah, I think all of us like pretty much have like 20 purse that we've like, yeah, through. not because we didn't like them, not because we weren't good at them. Was just- I can't do it anymore. Like, I would love to be able to go back into the, you know, digital marketing world and talk about whatever the newest social media thing is and master it and teach people how to use it and, or, or, you know, create, I don't know, a video library of the stuff that I know, but I just can't keep up with the pace of the industry, you know? I mean, I want to go into politics, but I, I want to go into politics, but I don't want to be a politician. Mm, I want to be local government. I want to be like a mayor or like on city council. Mm. Like I just, the one thing I really want to do is I want to put a social worker in every library. That's like my dream is to put a social worker in every single library, that that would just be something that happens. Mm. It's like how many kids, like you can always tell your parents you're going to the library. Like yep. to have a social worker there, like how many people who are homeless go to the library for help and resources? If you have a social worker there who can help and you can like, not mm-hmm. that most are awesome. I totally get like all the problematicness of social workers, but when there's nothing else that we have, like if a kid, I mean, we start with the yeah. thing that we have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and you know, if you are someone whose partner is abusing you, you can go, I'm taking the kids to the library. Like, right. There are like, I just feel like it would be so helpful to have someone who is mm-hmm. skilled at those resources in every, that's, that's the only reason I would want to go to government is just to enact that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a cool project. If right. I was going to go into politics and actually be able to like pick a policy, I would, I want to cut the military in half mm-hmm. without losing any jobs. I want to change all half of the military into, um, what do you call them? Civilian service workers. So that, for example, we want to provide health care. The military already has like military hospitals and stuff like that. Like, why couldn't they do what they're doing, but for civilians? Brilliant. I mean, you know. I'd, I'd <laughs> and then, you know, people say stuff like, well, you could never could get them to switch because what about all the contracts they have with Boeing or whatever, or whoever, I don't know. What was the, what's the other one? Um, I almost worked for them. Some it's a two word conglomerate. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But um, why can't Boeing build um, small housing enclosures instead of jet planes? Like, what's the big deal? I mean, <laughs> they could keep their contract if they just change the order. I don't understand what the big deal would be. So you they, you wouldn't lose any of these people, these big companies and their stupid, excuse my ableism, their ridiculous contracts that they, they have for no reason for building stuff that we're never going to use anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to build nuclear weapons. We have, even if we had, if we cut the nuclear weapons by half, we'd still have all our weaponry. Actually, I think we'd still have like five and a half times as much, four and a half times as much as like the next military strength. So, I mean, if we're bigger, how, why does it matter how much bigger? Why does it have to be nine and a half times? Why can't we use half of that money for people that we're defending with the military? It just doesn't make sense to me. No arguments here. I (laughs) I cannot the blow projects. It doesn't have to be everything. Like we can still build a space satellite if that's what they want to do, but use half of that money so that, you know, like I find out a lot that they'll say, they'll say, okay, well, we're doing this bill to continue to have personnel at this giant ship that does not sail but we don't want to stop doing it because then we would lose jobs. Just make those jobs useful. I don't understand what the big deal is. Also having like an uh, independent auditor go in and mm-hmm. look at what's being charged for what. Yeah. I think we need an independent. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me get my water. <coughs> I'd make a beautiful corpse. <coughs> You would be lovely, but then you wouldn't be lovely here. <laughs> that is fair, but I do no, have a it, shoulder <laughs> and rib. Excuse me. No worries, but no, is this are podcast in- useful? Yes. Talk about interesting things. Oh, who the bugger knows? But at least you <laughs> something out for this month, and I don't have to feel guilty yeah. about not doing something. So I love you. Thank you. And you're we're talking with Eva to start your own podcast, which uh, Tiara was just like, punching in on Twitter saying that uh you better start your podcast. <laughs> awesome and everyone can't wait. 
Well, I'm going to have to, I got to start gearing up my stuff. I mean, when that book comes out in Black History Month, it's way bigger than I thought it was. You know, the people I'm in it are like way bigger deals than I thought it was. So I may have to get my shit together a little bit. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I can attest to you can run a podcast without having any shit together whatsoever. (laughs) No plan, no thoughts. You basically you just call your friends and go, hey, I haven't put an episode out in a while. Would you like to catch up? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) All right. Well, I love you and I can't wait for you to start your podcast. Thank you. I can't wait either. I'm so excited. Um, If I can be of any help, you just let me know. But I know. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to have you on one of the first shows. Put huh? out neither tomorrow or next week. It depends on if I can stay up long enough today to actually edit it. Oh. Well, don't feel like you have to rush on my account. We're still in early May. It's mostly if I don't just do something right away, it just started to like doesn't get done. Off understand. To and so I'm like, it's just been too long to even deal with that. Like, yeah, I have those. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have like entire files of like three quarters done novels just sitting there. Yeah, it's funny because I have three quarter done like um what do you call them? Products. And I'll panic and be like, oh no, I don't have any more products to create. What about these eight thousand half ones, half done yeah. ones that you abandoned for no real reason? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm gonna name my file abandoned children. Like <laughs> Like I, I put everything into them when I'm doing them. Like I live, breathe, eat them. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's yeah. been six months. I'm like, I think I remember that character. Yep. It'll be a squirrel or self-doubt happens to me about. I'll get to a certain point and be like, oh my gosh, this, this, this whole, the whole premise of this short story or essay is, is silly. It's been done before your crap. You know, or the character hasn't spoken to me in a while. Yeah. Although I'm kind of wondering now if like our whole generation of girls that were like born in like the 70s and the 80s, if there's mm-hmm. just an entire generation of us that are ADHD that never got diagnosed because like we I weren't believe that. If we were daydreamers, we weren't loud. Yeah. I completely believe that that's possible. I had a boyfriend who had like severe um ADHD and kleptomania <laughs> sorry I'm sorry I did not mean <laughs> no it is funny <laughs> it's fucking hilarious I'm it sorry get your stealing like, I could be laughing at other spoonies but this dude and he's such a great guy still he has brain cancer now and has trouble communicating but shitty right now Jesus. could you leave with the don't feel bad I mean he's such a wonderful person I can't even tell you um <laughs> so we dated in college and he used to play Dungeons and Dragons and he got me roped into it. And they I didn't know they played with like these specialized cards. So he had his set of cards, and then there was another kid who had this gorgeous set of cards who was just such a big, he's just a huge dickhole. And so one day, because this was his other problem, was he was very vengeful. Like, I'm vengeful, but I usually keep it inside. <laughs> He's vengeful and he acts it out. So the guy finally 
because you know I would go along with him to play dra- Dungeons and Dragons because there's hours of the day that if I didn't go with him, I wouldn't get to spend with him. So I didn't actually play, but I would, you know, kind of spectate. And one day that guy just dug into me for not being a player. And so the next day I see the other guy's full thing of cards, like peeking out from under his bed. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's like, well, so-and-so made me really upset. And there was this moment and I just took them and I don't even regret it. Do you know this is dumb ass brought the cards the next meeting like nobody was going to figure out he didn't even put it in a different box fucking idiot he used to do shit like that all the time but he's the sweetest guy sort of god i'm telling you like adhd is like highly- i read stuff about it i'm like i'm sure that's me <laughs> i mean it's part of why i just won't lie about anything it's like i won't remember i will thank you why i am not that clever like it's just not i will not remember the facts it also makes me a shitty mom for teenagers because like i i have no idea what i told you like i don't know if you're grounded are you grounded i forgot can you just behave just don't do it again okay just right do me a solid and don't do anything that's going to require a news van at my house okay that's all I want is for your trouble not to be on the news. Is that so much to ask? I literally told my kid, I was like, just <laughs> promise me that I will never be surrounded by reporters that will ask me why I raised you that way. <laughs> That's my request. Like, no starting cults. No. Like, right. We have a weird house. Like, it's it's not yeah. a normal sane house. But I got prescribed. Um, oh, God. It's, it's an ADHD medication, but mm-hmm. it's usually given to people who have narcolepsy. Oh, and I took a pill and it was a revelation in understanding how normal people human. Wow. I was like, I'm sorry. Is this how people get things done? You mean mean like you can call a company. Remember why you called them. Remember what you needed to tell them and get all that out. And in one session. And oh my God, I was so floored at how insane it was to like think like how like like my parents are able to do things or like my normal friends can just like wow like maybe i'd be able to clean my room (laughs) now i'm just more interested in the drugs that make me not care about if my room's clean i'm much more no right those are so much more fun very much so live resin may i just tell you live resin is i'm really ready to buy whatever this is like tell me how much money i need to send i need to send you to send it to me can't though like it's totally illegal to send that stuff. oh that's right okay it, and even if it wasn't illegal normally i'm in texas i keep forgetting about that i'm not messing with texas <laughs> nobody's messing with texas i, won't I forbid texas people at this point like i'm so freaking scared mm-hmm. of your state like i'm just not going there and i miss all of you I... all my friends in texas i miss you guys but i am not visiting Mm-mm. no i'll take myself to people i don't want them to come to texas very like, i don't get it elon musk is all super psyched about getting people to move to texas and it's like get voting rights there first. okay thank you Make it safe for black people first, and okay, or like it's just anyone with melanin in their skin, and for trans Basically. people, and for gay people, make yes, it as people safe crossing as the border. It is, and then there we, we go. Discuss how many people want to move to Texas, but mm-hmm. right now, when you could have no knock raids at your house at any point in time, or okay, 
Uh, no, or, you know, I'm not trying to get set in my sleep. Maybe make sure that the senator doesn't leave when there's a national emergency. And Right. Couldn't even find the other one. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sick and tired of this place. And I'm the so frustrating sick. thing is, it's supposed to be blue. It's supposed to be blue. Like, and I thought it was purplish, strangely purplish when I first moved here. Like, I don't know why I was so resistant. It's not that bad here, you know, only to find out just, just layers upon layers upon layers of corruption, at the, especially at the state level. I mean, whoever did the gerrymandering, it was like, you just sort of gave a drunk toddler a crayon. <laughs> like, real. Like, just say, you know, go to town. Cycle. Like, it's like, there's yeah. one spot where, like, it actually disappears at one point and then it comes back. Exactly. Wow. Just draw a, a star somewhere and that's a district. This little squiggle is one, but this big circle around this metropolitan area is, like, what are they doing? Whoever designed the streets in Venice is the person who. <laughs> <laughs> Just telling you. Must be. Did we say we were getting off? Or, and then I kidnapped you again. It happens a lot. No, it's okay. It's just, I just want to make sure that one of us, whoever wanted to leave, could leave. Because I know I could just keep talking. Me too. But I have physical therapy and I'm so scared. I'm just like jabbering until like. Aww. I think what people don't understand is that like I talk super fast and randomly when I'm in pain. And like, mm. I think if my physical therapist ever saw me outside of physical therapy, he'd have no idea who I was. <laughs> like, I just. Here, you just scream me. sometimes. <laughs> I told him, I was like, you need to start keeping a leather strap in here. Cause like, it's so like, it's. For people like, to bite down on? Uh-huh. Well, oh my God. I mean, hey. Um, but <laughs> there's, like, <laughs> there's like five offices in this physical therapy thing. And I used to go when there was no one there so I could swear. But oh, now my time is when there's a whole bunch of other people there. So, oh, it's, shit. you know, most people are there because they're post-surgery or they're just regular right. people who just need to like get stronger. Mm-hmm. I'm there to have my bones relocated. Like right. he's literally relocating a femur and I'm supposed mm. to not scream. Like, I was like, dude, yeah. no, one, do. no one relocates bones without Demerol. Like, I should have an IV right now. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm supposed to just quietly sit here while you put my brachius back in. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that's not a thing that should happen. Oh my gosh. I'm so I'm actually like really scared right now. <laughs> like, All right, I understand. I understand yeah. the nervous laughter level scared because ow. This guy is like. So, like, all of this is seized up through here because it's, like, trying to hold this bone in. Shit. Yeah. And then I have a dislocated rib and tibia and ankle. And I'm like, I don't want to (laughs) go. I'm scared. Wow. Why can't they knock you out and do it? What? So why can't they knock you out and do it? I know that'd be so nice. I mean, I, I kind of do that myself. Like I will be taking a lot of drugs before I leave the house again, Of course. but it's not enough. I like, I, I can promise you Oxy is not enough to cover a relocation of a tibia. It just doesn't. Cover. I mean, that's why I'm like, why can't they put you to sleep? That sounds terrible. I know, but like, I have to relocate these bones every day. <laughs> oh no. I mean, when you go to see the guy, I know that'd be so nice, but he's not authorized for like, Anyway. Oh. but he's very nice he's very well, that's good 
<laughs> he's lovely. Um, but I keep having to, as my husband's like, I should learn how to do this. So I can like relocate you at home. Like you wouldn't be able to do it. You would not be able to hurt me like that. Exactly. We, we pay him because he doesn't mind that I scream. Mm-hmm. Like you would not be able to hurt me the way you'd have to hurt me to put the bone back. In. I can't, I can't imagine. Like if you, you love somebody and then you're like, okay, hold slow. No. I mean, my son will do it for me. He has no problem. <laughs> Ali's like, here, give me your hand. And he's like, yank. And yeah, it goes back in. But fuck. <laughs> wow. Like, three days giving birth to you. Really? Really? That used to work until I had a sister. And then he's like, 30 days, mom. I was only three. I'm the good one. <laughs> this is not a fair competition here. All right. Well, I love you. Love Please you start your podcast soon. Like it does not have to be planned out. You could literally. Oh, I'm ready. I told her. You I know my ideas, all that shit. I like the you reason I was concerned is because I sent my old art and it didn't go through. Because I was going to say, is this good enough for us to get started? What do you want to call it? Um. Now you I don't know like, because it was hashtag my spoons, but then that insinuates that I'm just going to be talking about myself. So I don't know. Hmm. Well, if you come up with anything, let me know. I will be happy to make artwork for you. Thank you. I'm very excited. And it doesn't have to be just one thing. Like you could do Spoonie Tips one day. You could like interview awesome people another day. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. Like what would be a, na- a good name that I could put on it where. Tinu Speaks. Tinu Speaks. Mm-hmm. Tinu Wisdom. Mm-hmm. That kind of goes with teen rights and all that other stuff. So maybe teen speaks would be a really good, easy side brand from all the other things you're doing. Okay. Well, Hey, money like speed. Let's do that. So how much for my graphic? I mean, I started as invisible, not broken. Now I'm explicitly sick. Yeah. That's the other thing I was thinking that if I don't like it, I'll just change it into something else. So Mm -hmm. how much would I owe you? I want to put my teamstuff.com. Um, URL on it somewhere, but that's my only other preference. Just send me a spoons message. and okay. Send me a message and tell me like whether you want it like old timey witchy or like something else. Or I'll just kind of like generally. Or give me your. Do you have Pinterest? Mm, yes, I do. Send me your Pinterest. I'll just look through it and see what you like. My Pinterest is weird. It's not really collections. It's like decisions. But I'll send it to you. <laughs> Like I have a board that just is called no, and it has fashion mistakes in it. (gasps) And I stopped doing it because I was like, people's faces are in it and it's too mean. So yeah, I'll send it to you right now. That sounds like fun. (laughs) I mean, my Pinterest is like, I want my life to be like this. (laughs) Yeah, that's what my Pinterest should be. But I just never, something about it hasn't clicked with me. Yeah, I, I'm, it's me and we're not friends. I, I kind of think it's a bitch, that even though I like it. I that is know. my favorite. Pl- like, that is what I'm on 90% of the time. I should be. That's like, that's a better platform for me. There is no trolls. Like, <laughs> you actually have to look to find the tro- Like, if, if someone's trolling, it'll be in the comment section. You actually have to click and look. You don't just see me. Like, you actually have to look for the troll. Big fan okay. of that. I'll try to get back into it again because I know I'm going to need to use the platform for blogging. 
Um, the most, like I can tell you our demographic is 90%. We get our traffic from Facebook, which annoys the fucking hell out of me. Um, some of a decent amount, it comes from Twitter and then Instagram. And I'm really okay. mad that Pinterest doesn't do more for us. Cause that's the platform I like the most. Well, yeah, I'll figure it. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to get loop myself into a plan for that. Yay. Now. I'm going to say more words, but we're supposed to be doing something. Uh, we were leaving and I was going to say, oh. all right, so okay. well, I love you. I love you too. And we'll have you. And you can call me if you want. Ah, oh, yes, I will. I will bug you. Oh, look, there's a child. Okay. <laughs> a very cute child. Hi. We're recording and you are live. Hi. Aren't you cute? You're adorable. It's totally <laughs> adorable. I like how the, the rule is supposed to be if my door is closed, you must be dying of blood loss. Yeah, she she kind of peeked and then ran back out. But, but there's no blood loss. Actually, the face is quite red. Very <laughs> cute and smiley, but very red. So I'm assuming there's no blood loss. All right, I'm gonna go. I love you. Okay, love you everyone. Too. Be kind. Be gentle. Be a badass. Bug at Tinu about starting Tinu speaks. I think we're <laughs> gonna go. Uh, we'll we'll see. Back this way. Anyway, bye. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> Music.